Welcome to the Mindset Evolution Podcast, powered by Self-Recoding, world-class consulting and coaching services that you can access at selfrecoding.com. Self-Recoding is a unique blend of neuro-healing modalities that will empower you to reach your full potential. Join thousands of others who have experienced rapid results in their journey of personal growth. Now enjoy our show where we bring you tools for a powerful mind with your hosts, Cassie Tate and Daisy Pup. And hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Bald and Blonde Mindset Evolution, the podcast that gives you tools for a powerful mind. I'm Kathy Tate, your host from Down Under. With me, as always, your host from America, Daisy Pap. Hi, Daisy. Hi, my dear friend, Kathy, Down Under. Good to see you and let's bring it on. So what's up your sleeve? I've got a really good topic today. Uh, it's a bit cryptic from the title of the episode, but we're going to explain what it means. Today, we're talking about being a 90-day pussycat. And this is a dating rule that's a combination of Daisy and me, with Daisy being the 90-day part <laughs> and my contribution being the pussycat part. So let's break it down for our audience. What does 90 days mean, Daisy, to start with? Well, it depends on how we look at it. 90 days means 90 days, I think. And I think also 90 days is 90 times one day. But I have the feeling that you're referring to my 90-day rule. And actually, it's not really mine. I say it's mine because it's in some of my books and I describe it in some of them more in detail and in others just a little bit on the surface. Now, there is a psychological thought and I spoke with many in the industry who I trust because I know them for decades. And it is said that humans can wear a psychological mask for 90 days. Now, what do I mean by that? For 90 days, I'm capable of pretending to be someone I'm not. For 90 days, I can pretend that I'm having a good temper, but in reality, I don't have that. So 90 days meaning that I can camouflage my real self. Usually when people meet first, they like to show their chocolate side. That's a German expression, meaning the sweet side of themselves or the sweeter sides of themselves. And that is very common because when we meet someone, we don't know if we can trust them. We don't go into very private conversations from the get-go. Why I think it is healthy to not do so is because when we don't know them, we cannot know if we can trust them. Now, why would I share my inner treasures with anyone when I don't know if I can trust them? I believe that trust is the most important value that we can share and the biggest gain we can win or the biggest prize we can achieve between two people or between many members of a group. Because once there's trust established, then we can really be ourselves. Now, I understand that it may sound old school. And I have these conversations with my clients one-on-one -on -one or in workshops that, okay, 90 days, oh, but that's such a long time. Well, compared to what? Or in which regard is 90 days a long time? I see it more often that over the past decades that people meet and then they share the sheets and the table and all sort of things, although they don't know who they're really meeting with. 
because they cannot know them yet. Why? Because they didn't wait the 90 days. Actually, the real exciting time starts in the period of the second 90 days, because that is when the psychological mask or the characteristic mask or the pretender's mask has cracks and we can see through it. So the second 90 days is actually when we can get to know someone more in detail. Yeah, I think it's a good point when you say is 90 days a long time relative to what? Because perhaps it comes back to what it is you're looking for a relationship. Mm. But if you're looking for a long-term, stable, monogamous type relationship that's traditionally the thing, then 90 days in the scheme of that is not very long at all, is it? Mm -hmm. It's barely three months. Yeah. And if you want a partner, let's say, for the rest of your life, then three months is just a drop in the ocean. Mm. And so it is important that we keep it in perspective. And I guess the world today is so geared towards instant gratification, it wouldn't hurt us to just take a step back and be more patient, be more wary. And like you say, build that trust before you go spilling all your beans. Mm, Yes, I so agree with you. And also, isn't it much more beautiful once you trust someone and then you start sharing? It's more and more apparent over the past months where it appears to me that there are tendencies through specific times of the year or specific times in people's lives. And I see it as an observation that sometimes Monday is one of my busiest days when it comes to client sessions. And sometimes on Mondays, all my clients appear to have similar questions or very similar problems that they bring to the table or bring into the session. And when we speak about, okay, well, I trusted them so much and then they betrayed me. I said, okay, what did you base your trust on? And then they realize that, oh, wow, I gave it away. Now, we, I think, got it all wrong since decades, if not millennia. Trust is earned and you are the one who can earn my trust and I'm the one who can earn yours. Now, when we both earn each other's trust, now only then can there be intimacy. Why do I say that? Because I refer to the word intimacy. I like the play on words, I admit. Into me, see. Yeah. So why would I allow anyone to totally, completely, effortlessly to see into me when there's no trust? It doesn't make sense when we put it this way, does it? Yeah. And we need to add to that part of this 90-day rule is abstaining from physical lovemaking, shall we say because that is part of the intimacy that you're talking about. Is that right? Yes, that is right as well. The question is, what's your rush? When we are on the path to instantaneous gratification or I am addicted to external validation, now then I'm more likely to choose not so healthy relationships or get into not so healthy relationships. Now, I'd like to circle back and let's speak about relationship for one moment. I like to consider a picture that has two columns. And these are the two people that are dating or that are getting in a relationship. Now, the question is, 
what is your vision of the relationship or any relationship or an intimate relationship? So is it that you're really looking for someone you can share the rest of your life with? We don't know if that's going to happen because life happens. Hmm? In the series of uncertainties, many things can happen, although we plan on living together till the end of life. Now, if that is my roof, let's go back to the picture and I compare a relationship is the roof in that picture. And we have two columns. These are the two individuals who get into that relationship. Did they ever discuss what type of relationship roof they like, they want? Maybe somebody wants a flat roof and the other one wants a roof terrace on the roof. Maybe somebody wants a roof with a specific angle. So let's speak about it. What is it that you're looking for? Because let's say I'm looking for an intimate, monogamous, exclusive relationship But the other is just really very attractive to me and is charming and maybe also intellectually attractive to me. Then we still didn't speak about the roof because maybe they want a flat roof and I want a roof terrace. And these two things just are a mismatch. So I believe that it is very important that we start thinking of what is it that I want first, because only then will I be able to verbalize it. And I allow others to understand or to grasp what my understanding of a relationship is in the first place. Now, why would I give anyone entrance emotionally, on a soul level, psychologically, rationally, intellectually, physically, to anyone who may have a totally different idea of relationships? There are some people who are very fast-paced and they change relationships as other people change underwear. Now, if I never discuss with them, hey, this is the roof I'm looking for, then I'm also unfair towards them because maybe they thought, projecting onto me, that I'm just another piece of underwear, relationship for a day or for two hours or maybe a week. Maybe I would never, ever enter into that relationship had I known they have a different idea or vision of the roof that's a good match for them or that's their ideal or temporarily because they're trying to get over an old breakup or stress in the workplace. We don't know. Therefore, it's important that I know what I want and that I stand for what I want. Because otherwise, I open myself up to jump into relationships that I project on them. Oh, because this is how I feel. This is how I think. Then I believe the other one thinks the same way. And then therefore, I'm building up this gigantic illusion And then who is going to disappoint themselves? It's me. Why? Because I appoint something into the future that never happens the way that I projected it into the future. So what I hear you saying, I believe, is that we need to first know what we want and then make sure that we have a discussion with the other person around what it is they want so that we're on the same page because otherwise we can slip into making assumptions and projecting what we think onto the other person without really even knowing if that's true. And what I also hear you saying is that it once again comes back to our own values. I agree with you. And now therefore, when I value myself, then I will have this discussion. I will have this conversation. Hey, so What are you looking for? Are you fast paced and changing underwear every two hours and you don't care what you wore yesterday or you wore last month? Or are you looking for something lasting? I do it for me because I value me because the many heartbreaks can be easily prevented 
easily when we make it clear. So this is what I want and this is what you want. Is it a match or is it not a match? Now, it's still possible, even if it's a match in the beginning, that in the meantime, during the time I get to know them even better, that I change my mind or I see traits that I don't find attractive anymore or I develop and I grow in a way that I'm just no longer a match to them or they are no longer a match to me. That also can happen. But then at least I knew from the get-go what I get into. Now, let me circle back to your pussycat, the 90 days, when people try to show their chocolate side or the best of themselves. And they try to, yes, and I do this and I do that. Well, no, I'd like to see you in the worst situations and how you handle those. I want to see you when we have a flat tire at noon, let's say in the summer in Florida on the highway. And how are we going to handle that? I want to see you when the waiter in the restaurant pours over you the lobster bisque or any other soup and your clothing is just ruined for the evening. I want to see that because a relationship in the long term is not about the sweetest moments as like little pearls you may put on a string. No, I want to see how you are in real life. And there is the tendency in the beginning of dating that, oh, we do something fun. We go out to this special place. I go and walk over and open your door. I bring you flowers or I make you the fine dinner at my house. So all sorts of things. And there is also a big trap because oftentimes once we say, okay, now we're dating and you're my boyfriend and I'm your girlfriend or we are engaged or now we are married. And then humans have the tendency to just let down. Then they don't dress up anymore for the other. Therefore, did you absolutely never think about it that you may then be less attractive to them as you were in the beginning? So when they stop being so attracted to you, maybe it's not only them, but maybe it's a good question. What is it that I'm doing differently? Because the everyday life is then, okay, I'm off to work and I come home and I'm tired and my partner's off to work and they come home and they are tired. And then in the evening, we both sit and one is in the bathroom, the other is sitting on the couch and then we're both on our phones and there's no conversation happening. So the connection's lost. But that happens usually in the second part, the second period of the 90 days, the second 90 days. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because you think about those first three months of dating, you are putting your best foot forward. And that is something I think that we want to do is to show our best side because we're trying to attract this person that we find attractive and show them how wonderful we can be. But it's also a great thing to remember to keep it reality-based because if you're only showing one small piece of yourself, they can't possibly get to know all of you, can they? Yes. Until you start showing your more everyday side, like what happens in a normal day of work and how you cope with distress or how you cope with an incident that's unexpected. And it's interesting from both perspectives, both people's perspective, to see how the other one handles things under pressure or handles stress or handles unexpected situations because they really, I guess, showing the true colors of a person. Yes, I agree. Now, that is why it's so important that we build the trust in the first 90 days and then get involved more and more. 
because when I know you more and more and I had situations with you where you showed me that you're trustworthy, where I realized I can count on you, where I saw that you were very upset, but you handled it quite well and you remained calm relatively and you remained polite. That is why it is so important, I think, that we see, okay, I can trust you because even in crises, you were able to handle it well and with dignity. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's super important and very telling because people are more likely to only show their best side in the beginning and not their whole side. And often there are unexpected sides Yes, that only come out later. Yes, and then the pussycat turns into a dragon. Okay, so let's talk about the pussycat. <laughs> well, you brought it up. I perceived it as, okay, the 90 day I'm showing my best version of myself instead of being maybe the drama queen. No, the pussycat part of this means, so let's look at our two most common domestic pets, the pussycat and the puppy dog. Mm -hmm. A puppy dog is all very, <laughs> I want you, I need you, you're here, I love you, I want you, please stay with me, pet me, love me. Right? That's what a puppy dog does. Whereas a pussycat is more likely to go, I suppose I'll let you pat me, but only when I want you to pat me and only when I feel like it. And no, I don't want you to pat me now, I'm going. So the reason I bring in this analogy is because I have been guilty of this in my own past and have seen it many times where we are far too eager to jump into something straight away. First, put my hand up that I've done this and been the puppy dog, been desperate for the attention, been sitting by the phone, can't wait for him to call, basing my day around waiting for that phone call, doing these things that are way too keen to put this new mysterious not even sure if it's going to happen relationship in front of my own life. Dangerous. Whereas in my experience, what I've learned that is much better to be the pussycat and get on with your own stuff, keep focused on your own goals and let the relationship happen as it happens and slowly build over Daisy's 90 days and then second 90 days and not throw everything else at it and be so eager because one, let's face it, the masculine brain does love a chase. And two, when we are too eager, I do believe that can be quite off-putting to the point of even suffocating. And that's not how you, I think, want to be perceived in the beginning either. I think it also comes back to that external validation. If there's an issue with a person around needing external validation, they're much more likely to be a puppy dog than a pussycat. Mm. And so in my opinion, a nice reminder is to be the pussycat and to not be so eager and so seemingly desperate for this relationship to happen because if we're in a good place within ourselves, then the reality is, is that the relationship is not our bread and butter. It's the jam on top. The bread and butter is us. 
and our own learnings and our own self-worth and our own goals and our own lives. And then a relationship is something that comes along and makes it better. It's an ability to then share and connect and have a wonderful partner in life. But me personally, I don't want that to be the basis of my life, if that makes sense. I want my own relationship with myself to be the basis. Mm. I think there are many different attachment styles and there are men who like to be the savior and then there are women who like to be the saved and then there are women who like to find a project in their partner and then they try to fix him. And so there are many different ways why people want to be in a relationship or what's their goal with it without even knowing. So therefore, I think the most important basics is a healthy relationship with self. And then I'm not going to put the jam as my bread. Let's focus on developing a healthy relationship with self first. And when I am at peace with myself and when I can be okay with myself, meaning, hey, yeah, I'm okay. I actually like myself. Now, then chances are that I no longer feel so needy to get the external validation because I can give it to myself. Mm. And then therefore, I will also be attractive, most likely, to healthier relationship attachment type of people because somebody who is healthy and happy and content with themselves, has a healthy relationship with themselves, most likely wishes to find a partner who also has a healthy and contented relationship with themselves. Because the healthy human already knows, mentally healthy, relationship-wise, healthy within themselves. I'm okay with myself. I like myself. I admire myself. I can be proud of myself. So I'm less needy in the external world. Now, I already then know that two of these kind of thinkers and developed humans will make a greater relationship because they bring themselves into the relationship. The best scenario, I think, is when I take care of me and my relationship with me, and you get the benefits of that, and you take care of you and your relationship with you, and I get the benefit of that. Very different relationship dynamic. I wonder if you can see that. I can only find out if somebody is a match on that level when I wait and observe for 90 days. And because I value myself, it is easy for me to wait. Do I feel physically eager? Yeah, maybe. Is it sometimes maybe a challenge to hold back and not jump in? Yes, maybe. Maybe I cannot even tame my butterflies. Is it possible? Yes. I never said it's easy. I say it's worthwhile. Yeah, I would agree with that. I wouldn't say it was easy either, but definitely worthwhile. And I think one of the most important things for me in learning this rule is to, when you speak about observe, a lot of people will talk themselves up. They'll talk a big game. They'll speak about the things they've done in the past or for other people or that they're going to do. But really what matters is how they act. Behavior is all that matters. Yes. How much of that talk gets put into practice How much of that, I would call it skiting. I don't know how that translates. What's that? <laughs> skiting is a word we would use for when someone's talking themselves up. They're like, I've done this and I've done that and mm. they're bragging. Bragging, yes, okay. Bragging and skiting are very close. Mm -hmm. 
And for me, I'm interested in seeing the difference between what they say and then what they actually do. Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. Yeah. And I think that's another reason to not be the puppy dog because the pussycat will stand back and be curious and watch and see how you behave. Whereas the puppy dog will just jump in and just love you, 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 love you. Well, I think it is maybe a good idea to have it in balance. Nothing wrong with that when I really share my admiration and my attraction towards you and be open and be super happy to see you like a puppy dog. And it's also okay to observe like the cat when I go with your example here. I totally misunderstood in the beginning. I thought I had understood when I asked you about the pussycat part. Well, but I'm glad you clarified. Thank you for the invitation to this great episode topic. I truly appreciate. I think it's a great perspective and certainly gives our listeners something to think about and consider whether it feels like it's right for them to implement in their own lives And as always, we love to hear from you guys. So let us know what you think about Daisy's 90-day rule, my pussycat versus puppy dog (laughs) attitude. We'd love to hear about that. And of course, if you have any topics that you would like to hear talked about, you can let us know at baldandblonde.live. There's a contact us page right there. While you're there, throw us some coins to buy us a cup of coffee and help keep us on air. And now is also the time where we give a major shout out to Self Recoding, our sponsor that does keep us on air every week. If you felt like you got some good out of today's episode, imagine what you would get out of a session with Daisy. Imagine what your colleagues could benefit from if they had a workshop with Daisy. She truly does bring fantastic results to all of the people that she works with. And I can say that with confidence because she's helped me so much. So don't forget to visit Daisy at selfrecoding.com or daisypap.com. There's a lot going on there to have a look at and to learn about. That's it from us this week. We'll see you soon with more juicy topics. (laughs) We are bold and blonde. Mindset evolution. Talk to you next time. Thank you for listening in to the Bald and Blonde Mindset Evolution podcast. Please share our show with your family and friends. Together, we make this world a better place for you, for us, for future generations. When you need consulting or coaching, visit selfrecoding.com. Also, please remember to rate us five stars and leave a review and support us at baldandblonde.live. Talk to you soon.